0: Hey everyone, this is uh, Nick from Mecha Warehouse, and today I have uh, Dylan with me, uh, aka Mecha Minion number one, uh, our first like true hire, first paid hire, I guess. And uh, just like uh, a few weeks ago, we're going to go back and uh, kind of talk about you know stuff, kind of get you a behind-the-scenes look, and uh, introduce you to a member of the team here. So...
1: Hey Dylan, how's it going? It's going good. I'm trying to figure out what to do with my hands, per se. It feels right to have them here, but no, maybe like this feels a little bit better.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. So obviously, yeah, obviously, I spend a lot of time in front of the camera
1: and uh, have gotten used to that. But <laughs> it's, that's no, I mean, I I stream. I just don't use a camera because I don't know what I would do with myself. <laughs> it's definitely definitely
0: awkward the first like fifty times. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's uh, let's get into it. Get past the awkward part. Now seems to be a theme. Um, so, first question for you is uh, how long you've been building?
1: Uh, I've been building roughly since like two thousand and ten. Two thousand ten. Wow. Like one of my first kits was uh, the NG Unicorn, okay. which uh, I kind of like cavemaned it. I took my fingers and like twisted every part out just very stressful when, when you're like not even sure what you're doing. Sometimes. (laughs) Oh man. And like that thing's like scuffed. Some of the parts just don't slide the way they are, but I still have that thing on my shelf.
0: seems like everybody here except for like Santana and Kate have been building longer than me, which is (laughs) crazy. That's
1: what happens when you're raised on a Toonami and you watch like wing or G Gundam like pop up and you're like, as a kid, you're like, what's that all about You're because right. i mean western media had didn't really have much had like voltron i mean give or take that's still japanese in nature right but that in power rangers and right. i don't imagine you really grew up on power rangers i did oh you did
0: i did i yeah, saw Power rangers is a major influence on my early life oh there we go yeah. uh that's a story for another day this is <laughs> you, not me. Uh, okay so what got you
1: into gunplay uh there was actually a few things um so i remember watching gundam when i was a kid because my dad used to be really into it so i watched like the original Mm -hmm. gundam shars counter-attack all the goodies um it wasn't until i got into middle school um that i came across like the gundam games again because i forgot all about gundam because so many other interesting things at the time Mm -hmm. so like i played dynasty warriors gundam and i'm like whoa this this stuff's wild and i couldn't remember i started watching it at all just started clicking back in my head cool. um that and just my general love for mecha so sure. explains also armored core <laughs> yeah yeah very cool very
0: cool speaking of armored core perfect segue yeah, right so you i, I asked you to bring in a build you couldn't decide so you brought in two so do you want yep. to talk about so what you brought in.
1: one over here the one though uh i guess my left nick's right or left never mind my right Nick's left <laughs> um is uh the white glint from four answers so he's a uh, he's a Generation Four Armored Core, okay. which for Armored Core, uh, they're all built into five generations, and every generation specializes in something different. Okay. So for they were all solo units with focus on aerial combat. Okay. Um, he normally has something called uh, the overhead booster, which allows him to travel long distances incredibly fast. Sure. Because they're more grounded in mm-hmm. earth-based fighters. Um. I mean, the only wild thing they have are like energy swords that. Pop up real quick and pop out, pop oh, down, interesting. and it takes away from the overall suit's energy. Interesting. Uh, and then the one right next to it is uh, Stargazer Gundam from the one of the seed spin-offs. Right. And like I was telling Nick earlier, it's actually a exploration suit that's not really made for combat. Uh, it has two pilots in the uh, right in the chest, and the backpack unit is supposed to collect in uh, yeah. some sort of energy. I. Think they say it's a like cosmic or solar energy and it condenses it uh mm-hmm. for power for the suit okay which they managed to use for combat in the show for some reason
0: because you did bring in a, a kotobuki kit i feel like you you i don't know if it's like jokingly say like once a week about all the kotobuki stuff on I, the shelf, like tempting you
1: it starts as a joke and and that's what it is it's it's uh because i think i've made the comment to you before i've actually thought about shifting away from gundam because all the kits kind of build the same even right. some of the even some of the weird ones kind right. of build the same. Like I have some of the age kits, like the Fran, which yeah. is very different. It's very humanoid looking. And I really right. like that. But Kotobuki just has some really interesting mecha designs. Right. Uh, obviously, the only stopping thing is something like the white glint with like 80 bucks. Yeah. And I got that like five years after it was printed.
0: Right.
1: So, and all the, like, that's my only stopping point with Kotobuki is just that price. Yeah, the price point. <laughs>
0: But you, you enjoy the,
1: the Kotobuki it builds yeah. and the quality. Like a lot of people complain about white Glen, I don't think it's bad per se. I mean, my main complaint about it would be like some parts are very prone to popping off uh, like in the upper mm-hmm. thigh. Like it has this circle. Right. That just a little pressure and it just falls out the side. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's a weird design oversight and I just don't get it. <laughs>
0: right. Right. Interesting. Take a look at that later. It's less awkward for the camera. Okay. Right? Anyway. Um Cool. Let's, let's move on then. Uh, so what's your favorite Gundam series? I'm sure people are interested in that.
1: Oh, that, that one's kind of a loaded question. So <laughs> it's, weirdly enough, it's a bit of a tie for me because um, I really like Unicorn Gundam because I like the uh, the theming of it, like how Bandagear doesn't want to fight and right, right. it's very, it contrasts very differently compared to the other Gundam mm-hmm. protagonists and i really like build fighters yeah. <laughs> it's just a better g-gundam in my opinion right, uh, right i also love seeing all those custom builds and now that they're kids it's
0: yeah build kind of like good.
1: really neat yeah we got
0: i got i hadn't watched it until like this year i started with my son and then my wife got
1: involved watching it and it has been like one of our things going through the builds series are yeah. a lot of fun my favorite kit line that came out of that was the amazing series yeah. by masian because uh, Majin cause, uh The second season, like Amazing Red Warrior, has like the best intro. Literally descends from the clouds, God (laughs) rays, some like choir music playing. I'm like, whoa! (laughs) Coolest stuff ever.
0: Nice, nice. And then, uh, okay, so the the other follow up. Then, what's your favorite mobile suit?
1: So I always break that into three because it's Mm -hmm. really hard to hard to do that when it comes to Gundam. I really like Unicorn. Um, Okay. The whole theming behind it or the whole new type destroyer right. is really cool uh for good guy grunts i really like uh Gym sniper too okay it just has a nice yeah. metropolitan i'm gonna shoot you from the city block away feel <laughs> and for uh the zeon kits oh why am i blanking on this um i really like the destiny zaku okay. the seed destiny zaku because i the whole shield being on the shoulder and disconnected just makes it so much better.
0: Right, yeah, the seed versions of the Zaku seem really cool.
1: Yeah, all the customized, cause you got the, you got Gunner, you got the Phantom, and then you got the normal right. one.
0: Yeah, they definitely, it's a, like an elevated look to the Zaku kind of, it's kind of cool. Cool, let's go into like the Mecha Warehouse related questions then, I got a few of those. So uh first one, what is the best and worst thing about working at Mecca
1: Warehouse. Won't get fired for these answers, will I? <laughs> <laughs> the best thing, easily, uh, compared to like any, because I normally work retail jobs, uh, best thing is arguably like just having, I'm um, being left to my own devices up front, being able to listen to my own music, podcast, whatever I want to, yeah. and just be trusted I'm gonna get my job done. The worst thing is if I if I, my mind blanks and I'm like, did I just put that kit in that yeah. box? And then I sit there and panic for five minutes and I'm like, and I'll like check the box. I'm like, okay, it's there. All right, cool. Yeah. You're not going insane.
0: <laughs> I always love that feeling when you, you're you on autopilot and the thing presumably happened. So it's like when, you, when you're when you driving and you you like get somewhere and you're like, I don't remember anything about
1: this drive. Next question, favorite and least favorite items to pack. I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand with Orion's comment. Yeah. Um, paint's like easily like some of the worst things to pack because yeah. It's either just a little too tall. You can't really put it on its side. And if you're putting it, if like the box fits everything right, you have to like kind of like push it in and make sure it's safe. Right. Uh, favorite things, kits. Kits yes. you just plop in a box. And right. <laughs> the rest is history. The only bad things is when it's like, hey, here's 20 items. Uh, Figure it out. And it's, yeah, uh, it you got varying sizes and differences. It makes things harder.
0: It's definitely like the hardest part about packing generally is those large orders with lots of different size shaped things and trying to figure out the tetris to make them all fit yeah one last question i've got prepared is uh, what's the best new thing you've learned about gun plus and starting here
1: listening to orion go on and on and on and on about painting and whatnot that's kind of the big thing that's always been my biggest hurdle like um i did the zaku half cannon Mm -hmm. i did that with the gundam markers um because that's comfortable for me it's a set paint i don't have to worry about a lot but the whole, uh, like spray painting and stuff like that has Yeah. listening to at least you and Orion talk about it has definitely made me a little more confident to eventually try it. I just don't right. want to try it on some of the kids that <laughs> I struggle to find for sure. the longest time.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, that's one of those things. I think being in a community, whether that's having local friends, maybe it's being online with people, but talking with people doing the things that you want to do makes it so much easier than just like feeling alone trying to figure stuff out like when you hear people talking about what they're doing it's like oh okay like this this is normal it's doable it's yeah. not some crazy, crazy uh, thing.
1: yeah i'm not i'm not talking to a brick wall like this person actually kind of gets it a little bit yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah no that's really really cool cool so i think that's what i got for questions kind of like last time when i sat down with orion if you've got uh, questions maybe for Dylan, if I get a chance to sit down with Dylan again uh, in the future that you'd you'd like to to ask him or you think would be a good question for a future follow-up interview, post those down in the comments below. Hope you enjoyed the interview, and uh, see you next time.
1: See you.